At 12 minutes past eight, we continue to this question of Venezuela and the country's opposition on Monday called for a 24-hour violent free nationwide strike against President Nicolas Maduro to protest against his plan to rewrite the constitution, which came following an unofficial vote rejecting the proposal. And this comes amid the anti-government street protests that have continued for months, the death toll from clashes reaching over 90, and not to mention what we've heard about in the past on this show, people having to queue up with bags of cash to buy ordinary goods. It is a nightmarish scenario, and we can now connect live on the line with Juan Ferrero, South America Bureau Chief for the Wall Street Journal, based at the moment in Bogota, uh, Colombia. Thank you very much for speaking with us. Uh, uh, it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you. So what's the latest with the nationwide strike called by the opposition in Venezuela? Well, I tell you, related to this, and this is incredibly newsy at this moment, is that uh, just uh, recently, you know, it's afternoon here uh, in the Americas, the Trump administration said it was prepared to, like, impose uh, very strong and swift economic sanctions against Venezuela, that they're pondering these sanctions. And one of them includes a potential ban on U.S. oil imports from Venezuela. Uh, None of this is set in stone, and they haven't announced it yet, uh, exactly what it is that they're going to do. But it really depends on what happens inside of Venezuela, what President Nicolás Maduro's response will be because what the Americans and what many countries are pushing for across the Americas, Europe, and so forth is for uh, the Venezuelan government to drop its idea of redrafting the Constitution later this month. Uh, That's something that they would do, everyone presumes, to give the president even more power in a country where, uh, you know, there really are very few democratic levers of power left of the opposition. Can you give us an idea of any popularity that Nicolas Maduro still has and how he could possibly dream up redrafting the Constitution at this time? Well, Nicolas Maduro is an embattled leader with about uh, 20% support uh, in the polls. So, so one in five Venezuelans support him, and about one in five support the redrafting of the Constitution. But this government hasn't been uh, um, you know, popular in a long time. The thing is, is that they have every institution under their control, except for the National Assembly and recently the General's Office. The thing is, is that with the National Assembly, they've completely neutered it, uh, so they can't pass any laws, they can't call any hearings. Uh, they've been attacked inside the Congress, that kind of thing. So, um, uh, you know, but uh, again, this is a government that has uh, has the military on its side. It's a government that uh, that has, uh, uh, you know, has all the levers of power, basically. And so it's trying to hang on as, 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 as much as it can. And it's really going to be tough, I think, for the opposition to dislodge them, because that really is pushing for an election that the, the government just simply doesn't appear willing to... Uh, to uh, be ready to concede to and set up. So the latest that you described before, would the opposition welcome that sanctions uh, and any further short-term pain if it means forcing change in the country? Well, we haven't had a response from the opposition as of yet uh, on these uh, sanctions. And again, I got—I got to say, these are proposed sanctions. What the, what the Trump administration is saying to uh, to reporters 
uh, in a briefing this afternoon was that they, they are considering a range of, of different actions toward Venezuela to prod them uh, to holding elections and to dropping uh, this con- constituent assembly, uh, which is a body that, that would be elected to, to redraft the Constitution. So they're considering these things. We don't know what which one they're going to pick. The, the nuclear option would be uh, to cut off oil imports into the United States. That would just crush Venezuela economically. But uh, the, the, the big question there is, uh, you know, the big issue with that is, uh, is you would hurt everybody if you did that. And people are hurting in Venezuela. So there's got to be, um, you know, that certainly is, is being pondered by Washington. And, um, and, and, and it's also an issue, like if they do go that route, then you would also be hurting American interests, oil companies, the price of gasoline would rise in the United States. There are lesser options that they could go with, uh, which would be like sanctioning certain leaders for human rights violations, for instance. So they talked a bit about that, too. Um, we'll just have to see. We, we don't know when this might, we might get more news on this. And what do you think the opposition within Venezuela has in its arsenal? If, if, if you've already reflected on what foreign powers have, we know the opposition has talked about a final offensive, a mechanism for pressure and to prepare for the definitive escalation to take place next week. Uh, what, what are they Well, listen, I, I, what, what they, what they, they've got two things up their sleeve. One is that they said that on Friday the National Assembly uh, is going to name... Uh, some new members, not not completely, but not the whole court, but, but means some new members of the Supreme Court. Um, uh, uh, and, and then the other thing that they're going to do is on Thursday, they're going to hold a 24-hour national strike. And the idea is to really exercise and show the Venezuelan government uh, the kind of street power uh, that the opposition has. Um, they've done this before, and they have put a lot of people out in the streets. And as you noted, I mean, there have been protests going on for more than 100 days now, leading to nearly 100 deaths, and that has yet to change anything substantially inside of Venezuela. So we'll just have to see whether these, these options that the, that, the, uh, that the opposition is considering will have any kind of impact. And reflecting a bit further on this unofficial referendum on Sunday, when Venezuelans had their say on Maduro's plan, more than a third of 19 million voters rejected Nicolas Maduro's bid to rewrite the constitution. When the government's called the referendum illegal anyway, what um, can we read into that? Well, the government has had kind of a, a, a contradictory response to the to the vote on Sunday. Initially, they said, you know, it's fine as long as it's peaceful. We have no problem with it. They just kind of discredited it in the sense of saying that it was not binding, that it was an internal consultation of opposition parties. In other words, that it was just some kind of private affair, uh, you know, that didn't mean anything. Um, then the vote results came in, and the response from the government has been to discredit it, to say that, no, there's, they didn't get 7.5 million voters out there. It was a third of that. Uh, there was a lot of fraud that went on and that it's non-binding. Um, it's, the, the, such a vote like this uh, is permitted under the Constitution. There are two articles in the Constitution governing this issue, and it's arguable uh, about whether it's binding or not. Uh, but the, the opposition is making the point that it is binding, and, uh, and they're moving forward on it. Well, we certainly hope for uh, an improvement in the conditions faced by ordinary people. 
an improvement to the violence that we've been hearing about as well. Thank you so much, Mr. Ferrero, uh, South America Bureau Chief for the Wall Street Journal, uh, for speaking with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Take care. And if anyone else has any further insight you'd like to add, Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message.